Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast, episode number 262. On this episode, we got some great stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about our hype for Rage 2, which comes out in just four days. Also going to talk about Final Fantasy VII, Medieval for the PS4, Star Wars, Predator, a protection of children getting abused by microtransactions, (laughs) (laughs) Gearbox, PlayStation, and our top five worst games of all time right here on the 262nd episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. You're listening to the Second Opinion Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. Check us out at Cineleaks.com. All right, guys, we are here for this episode. (laughs) Having to re-record this. I uh, popped the top on a... on a beer and it went all over the place but i am joined by the man the myth the legend james bolts god don't <laughs> say my first name bro my boy bolts what's up bro That's so weird what's uh, up dog you know how it is man just uh just trying to get things lined out <coughs> I-, I promise you i'm not gonna be coughing as much on this episode as i did last time so well that's good <laughs> that's a good thing to hear um, so, bro, we're going to go ahead and jump down into it. What have you been drinking and what have you been gaming? Bro, I drink, uh, lots of vodka, um, uh, lots of cranberry juice and not just, you know, with the vodka, but by it, as is, as is, oh, um, good. so, um, there's that, what have I been gaming? I haven't been gaming much of anything lately, um, because I've been catching up on a lot of anime. What have you been, been watching? Oh man. Um. If you wouldn't have asked, um, I'm actually I'm finally watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I've oh, never seen it, bro. Okay, but you watched the first one, right? Yes. Okay, yes. dude, the the polar opposites. Oh, I know, I know. Oh my god, it's so crazy. So, so I'm finally watching that. I've never watched it before. Um, there's a, there's a couple. Um, I'm catching up on my, uh, my my baseball anime called Ace of Diamond. Uh, they started finally out pushing out some episodes, so I'm really excited about that. Okay. Um, there's a bunch of other ones that um. For the life of me, I don't know why I can't think of the names of them, but there's some um, ones that they're running on Crunchyroll right now. It's like um, it's like the Rise of the Shield Hero is uh-huh. one of them. Yeah, um, I've watched the couple, first couple episodes of that. It, um, so it's not bad, but I'm just catching up on some anime and some stuff. I it's haven't. really weird that you say that because in the last couple of days. Like, my days off, I haven't really been into doing a lot of gaming. Like, I've done some gaming, yeah. but I'm still in a weird place with Days Gone. So, like, I'll play it and I'll really get into it, and then I'll come up to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to turn this off. So, But I've been watching more anime. Um, now, mind you, I did watch... I've been going back through and watching The Sopranos from season one. I started watching those the other day, too. Now, I didn't, I didn't ever really watch The Sopranos until, like, late seasons because like when they were when it was on tv i didn't we didn't have hbo right um so dara came in there she's like what is it i was like this is a sopranos this is like one of the original like yeah. big heavy hitter um uh drama shows so i've been watching that but i've also been going back through and catching up on the um uh, goblin slayer yeah which is a crazy ass anime if you haven't watched it yet and i'm finally catching back up on um on like kind of in between catching up on My Hero Academia, like I didn't ever really finish it because there was a lot of times I just like fell asleep. Yeah, um, I still hadn't seen the My Hero Academia movie, um, and I've also been catching up on um, on Seven Deadly Sins. So love that show. Yeah, um, it's pretty great. So it's really, it was really weird. You were like, I've been watching a lot of anime, and I'm like, what the fuck, <laughs> my bro? We think I like so. This episode is brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. 
Also brought to you by Centilinks.com and RealOutreach.com. Make sure to head over to RealOutreach.com and check out the great stuff that we do for these kids around this area. Um, it is it is super crazy, man. They, they've done so much in just this last physical year. Um, there was a charity. Basically, it's a charity that uh, we take these kids uh, that are either sick or or our foster kids uh, and don't really get a chance. Less fortunate kids. They don't really get a chance to go to the movies uh, and feel like a normal kid. Um, Take them uh, and uh, take them to the movies, get them popcorn, toys, all different types of stuff. Um, And Jordan um, is like the big front runner of this event, Jordan Mason. He is our boss over at Centilinks, and he's such an awesome guy. They just did a Detective Pikachu event, and it was one of the largest events that we've done, and it was just so awesome. Uh, of course, the Pokemon company being amazing sent all these, you know, Pokemon uh, Detective Pikachu-themed uh, Pokemon card packs to give to everybody, and it was just awesome, man. So if you head over to realoutreach.com, um, you can actually donate uh, some some funds to help us uh, with our next event. I don't know what movie is going to be next, um, but i tell you one movie that I hope is not next, and that is It Chapter 2. Did you watch that trailer? Yes, sir. Holy shit, bro. I'm so ready. Bro, look at me. I've watched... The It Chapter Two trailer maybe three times, four times, and that and that scene to where the old woman peeks her head out, yeah, and then runs across the kitchen. I'm not kidding you, bro. Like it made my stomach turn. Every hair on so my body ready. stood I'm up. So ready. It's crazy, bro. I'm so ready. He's like, "What did your father do?" He's like, "My father." Or what did she say, Fosher or something like something that? Like that yeah. She said, my Fosher was in the circus. And it, she looks up at the picture and she was like, are you still daddy's little girl? And I was like, no! I got goosebumps thinking about it right oh, now, bro. bro so Holy good. shit! It comes out September 6th. The new trailer just dropped for it. Super crazy. Another movie that is doing good. And I know we usually don't talk about movies a lot on the show, but I want to kind of merge them in uh, starting... Pretty soon, I want to kind of at least just talk about him here and there. Another movie that is doing really good right now, not just Detective Pikachu, but from early reviews, they're saying John Wick 3 is one of the best in the series and one of the best action movies of 2019. It has a 96% on Rotten Tomato right now. John Wick is amazing. I'm very excited to see that. So, but I am. (laughs) Anyways, but... um. Moving on from that, we got a couple of video games coming soon. (coughs) We're going to just take a moment and talk about one that comes out in just four days. Rage 2 comes out for PS4, Xbox One, PC on May 14th. Just four days away. Super crazy. Super excited. I cannot wait to play this game. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be reviewing it. Hopefully I will be. If not, I will be purchasing this game uh, outright because it's just it looks like it's going to be so much fun. Um, Bolt, uh, what is one thing that you are excited about this game? Is, is, there a, there, is there an aspect of this game that not only makes you excited about this but also kind of makes you excited about Doom Eternal? Oh yeah, no, I don't know necessarily about Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal is going to be its own game, so I, I, I mean, yeah. I just watching the, the the meat hook from Doom Eternal makes me excited. Yeah, but the, but the one of the best aspects about Rage Two is the color commentary that I'm able to download from yes. the NBA Jam, Tom Kurtzwitz. <laughs> oh my jeez, I cannot wait to catch somebody on fire and, and hear him in the background. He's on fire, <laughs> bro. I'm so ready, dog. That's going to be awesome, bro. I'm actually really excited for the nano trite abilities that you have in the game. Um, all the nano trites are things that you can go to, um, uh, to, to simplify. You go to these space stations that are on, um, in the wasteland. You are able to download, um, items nano nanobites or nanotrites to your body and it gives you special powers so i'm very excited um to play this game and i can't help but like be excited when i see the gunplay that id software is that that's what's great about this game it's it's a culmination of two studios that do amazing work id software's great fun crazy over the top gunplay with avalanche studios amazing open world style games that they had with like Mad Max, which Mad Max right. is one of the best games on the market still to this day. So if you haven't had a chance to play it, definitely go play it. But um, 
being able to do things like take down convoys, going just like from from the start of the game, you can explore the entire map. Um, and that's going to be something that's I'm, that I'm definitely going to do a ton. So um, anyways, moving on from that, uh, Team Sonic Racing comes out, PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and Switch. You, you know what I heard about that is that the, <coughs> the cars that you can drive are completely customizable. In Team Sonic Racing? I think... No, no, no. No, 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 no that's no, Crash Bandicoot. That's Crash Bandicoot. My yep. bad. My bad. Yeah, you're like, it's... Never mind. Take that back. Sonic Racing's horrible. <laughs> there's, I'm sure there's some people that are excited about Sonic Racing. Um, and then uh, Total War Three Kingdoms. I know there's some other games that are coming out, but these are the games that we're mainly focusing on. Comes out for PC May 23rd. So definitely make, sh- definitely make sure to be ready for that. I'm very excited. So... State of play has happened yet again. It was short, sweet, and to the point. And we got some pretty crazy-ass shit shown off. So, um, kind of a surprise to no one, but a surprise to everyone at the same time. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake has been officially re-announced. I guess is kind of how everyone is saying it. Um, a teaser trailer has been showcased. It was one minute and 13 seconds worth of in-game graphics. And it looks fucking stunning, man. It looks so, so good. I'm very excited. We saw, of course, the main characters in the game doing what they do best with this combat. Now, as you guys know, this is not going to be a turn-based system. It's going to be the new style live, that Final live, Fantasy pretty has. Much, pretty much live action, real time. Right, exactly. Uh, real-time action but the graphics just look unbelievable it was announced that this will still be released as an episodic game um so it worries me (laughs) it worries me i mean with a game like with a game like hitman it's one thing because like hitman like we knew that we were going to get the episodes that we did in the time frame that we did. You know what I'm saying? But with this being pushed back as far as it has been, um, it's it was revealed in two, at E3 2015. So, and we're just now at the point to where we're finally starting to hear stuff about it again. It was said that we will get more news about this game in June. Just so happened, Square Enix plans on having a press conference, a digital press conference during the time of E3. So, my question to you, Bolts, is: Is it too much hope to put? Is there too much hope to put into the stock of where we may be getting a release date for this game? Uh, absolutely not. Because if this is a teaser trailer for the PS4, and they plan, they do have a press conference during E3, which they will announce the full game, or the you know, not the full game, but the the episodic stupid episodic which, adventure. It's so stupid. I, yeah, I if that people want this game, so give them the fucking game. End of story. But uh, um, I believe you will get a release date for. Mm. I don't want to say holiday season. Maybe quarter one of two thousand nineteen. Yeah, I mean two thousand twenty. Yep. And then I, I would see, I could see this game launching, like maybe uh, them bringing it on PS five too. But see, that's also what I was thinking. If they're gonna, if it's gonna be if it's gonna be announced Q one of twenty twenty, why not just hold it off and put it on the PS five? Yeah. Who knows? Because that- they're they're saying that that PS five big big rumors from big people in the industry are saying. PS5 is coming in 2020. That's what I'm saying. It'll come. It'll come holiday season 2020. So why not just wait an extra six months and put this shit down on the PS5? If that's the case, if they want to do it like that, I'm totally fine with that. I'm it, just as long as it's a locked release date. I did forget to say what I was drinking. I am drinking a Stone Ripper San Diego Pale Ale. Exactly, fellas. <laughs> Stone is a great beer company. Definitely make sure to check out the Ripper San Diego Pale Ale. It is a really awesome like a stout beer. Over there. Huh? You sound like a rapist. Why? Ripper. Ripper. Check out the Ripper. She came on to me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, bro. But, yeah, State of Play, um, like I said, it was doing some heavy hits, and they they ended the show with that. Um, So, I don't know. I'm excited, and I'm worried because, (laughs) because of... 
how the release has already been handled. I know. So, I agree, bro. I, agree. Um, I hope that this shit comes out and it's just amazing and everyone loves it and there's no issues as we had with the last Final Fantasy game. So, um, in other PlayStation State of Play news, Medieval Four, uh, Medieval for PS4, the Medieval remake is coming October 25th to PlayStation 4 as an exclusive. Uh, we did get a news story trailer um, and shows off some of the classic gameplay, classic levels that have been completely remade um, from the ground up. Um, now, we have talked about this to length, Bolts. You and me have had our discussions. We've had our arguments about remakes, re-releases. Um, in, in this aspect, do you f- still feel the same way? Do you think that they shouldn't have put this out? Yeah. You're taking, yes, uh, and and I understand. Look, 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 you've you've got to throw some games out there so some of the younger generations can actually play the PlayStation and Xbox and whatever else, you know. So I, I understand the, the the process and the meaning behind doing it, but but as 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 a gamer, as a someone who wants something new, like almost all the time, because I've already played this and this and this, this is exactly where I'm at. So. Um, I mean, for, for the younger generation who who wasn't able to experience this game on the PS One, which was amazing, yeah, um, I'm glad they'll be able to experience it in in, in the Uptown graphics that it is, yeah. and and so on and so forth. But once again, it's like, give me something new. Yeah. Well, you know me, I'm gonna be playing it, um, but I will say this, oh, man, it's a tough thing that I'm doing right now that I've had to do three times this physical year. I think Bolts is right. (laughs) I hate saying it. I hate saying it, but he's right, man. Because it's like I'm watching this gameplay and I mean, I'm excited as a gamer. Uh, And if anything, I'm more excited because I I know my wife. Yeah. My wife is going to play the shit out of this, bro. Like she is going to love this game. Um, and, and I'll play it a little bit, but you know, I've got a feeling I'm going to end up doing the same thing I did with Crash Bandicoot and Spyro the Dragon. Like I played Crash Bandicoot the whole first game and I went to play the, the second one. I got kind of like halfway through it and I stopped Spyro the Dragon. Dara played all the first game, all the second game. I think Crash Bandicoot, we kind of just like, we're like, this fucking game is difficult. It's the Dark Souls of the PlayStation one. Um, but she played a lot of Spyro the Dragon. But I didn't. And I got it because it was a cheaper price. I got it because it was a PlayStation um, game that I played back in the day. But I, th- I feel I'm going to do the same thing with Medieval. I think I'll probably, I will probably play Medieval longer than I did Crash Bandicoot and Spyro. But I still feel that I'm going to have the same situation with this game. I'm excited for it because... You know, it's classic PlayStation. You know, the game originally came out in, what, 98? Something like that, yeah. So, of course I'm excited about it. But it's just, oh, my God, bro. I feel like I'm betraying my my uh, my Sony fan fandom. You know what I'm saying? That'd be all right. <laughs> all right. So, uh, in other news, more movie news for this episode Star Wars movies to alternate release years alongside Avatar. So, first off, out of big shocking news, Disney has come out and announced that we will be getting a new Star Wars trilogy as early as 2022. What do you think about that, boys? Bring it on, dude. I, I know people are like, oh, it's Star Wars. They're getting tired of it. Okay, let me tell y'all something. First and foremost, Star Wars, as big and as powerful as it is, Star Wars is only basically a movie business. Yeah. Okay. Other than Star Wars: The Clone, The Clone Wars, which was an animated series on 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 Disney for a little bit. Yep. It was a movie business. You know, everybody. If you want to sit here and be like, well, you know, you. you can only do so much and so on and so forth. Do you know how many series, different series Star Trek there were? A lot. 
you know how many I mean, movies they put out also yes. on top of that. So just just sit back, shut up, and let let Disney make Star Wars movies. Yeah, and let so us I en- can enjoy it. Let us enjoy our shit without you talking shit. Exactly, you shit. Piece of That's shit. That's all I gotta say. Is bring it on. Let's go. Um, Hurry up. Well, <laughs> so the movies are set to come out 2022, 2024, and 2026. Now, in sad news, it has been officially announced that the Avatar sequel um, has been pushed back from 2020 to 2021. Um, with that being said, there will be Avatar movies coming out in 2021, 2023, and 2027. Bring it on. Um, so it's going to be Avatar 2, 3, 4... And I think they even had on the list five. I think there's a fifth one coming out too. Let's go. Um, but this shit, it's what's crazy is that it has been twelve years since the first Avatar movie. Is that not nuts? That is nuts. Like it's so crazy to think that the first one came out twelve years ago. I remember going and seeing that when my uncle Chris and was like, This movie's amazing. Um now, another thing, too, um, at the bottom of this, all these articles that we have read so far are featured and sourced uh, on GameInformer.com, so make sure to check them out. New Mutants, which started, uh, which was started by Fox but reportedly went under extreme reshoots, has been pushed out of 2019 altogether and is now showing as a 2020 title. And I really hope this movie comes out. Because that original New Mutant trailer was unbelievable. Now, I did see somebody post something the other day, and I thought this was a really good idea. They said, since the movie has been pushed back so far, and we've only got one trailer since it was originally conceptualized, why not just make this movie an exclusive on Disney Plus? Or make it an exclusive release on Hulu, because I think they said all the R-rated Disney-owned movies are going to be launching on Hulu. Oh, there you go. So, I think that would be pretty cool. I don't give a shit, man. Bring more Star Wars. Bring Avatar. Let's roll. What about mutants? Would you Would you like to see new X Men movies come out if they're redone from the ground up? Yeah, yeah. It, it It'll be hard not seeing Hugh Jackman in there, but yeah, that's one of the biggest things, bro. That is definitely one of the biggest things. Hugh Jackman was just, bro. He <laughs> he was the epitome of he was he was like Wesley Snipes and Blade. Like, I think Wesley Snipes was made to play Blade. Oh, it's just like Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I actually saw somebody posting about Blade the other day, celebrating, you know, Marvel movies or whatever. They were like, if it wasn't for Blade, and Marvel has come out and said this before on uh, multiple occasions, if it wasn't for Blade being a successful movie, there was a very big possibility that all these movies that we've watched over these last couple of years may not even have released the way that they did. Mm-hmm. Um and I've been going back through watching. I watched Blade 1, Blade 2, and Blade 3 over the last couple of weeks. Even though Blade Trinity was not the best, um, Dracula was just horrible. He's like, Blade, are you ready to die? I'm like, okay, bro. You know how many people have said that to my boy Blade? Um, anyways, but go back and watch them if you haven't had a chance. They're great movies. All right, we're going to take a quick music minute, and when we come back, we're going to talk a couple more things about the PlayStation State of Play, protecting children from microtransactions, Gearbox. Oh, I thought you were going to say Randy Pitchfork. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bro. (laughs) No, bro, you did not. Oh, my God, bro. We'll be back after this. Holy shit, bro.
as always, we hope you loved that music by Tech Industries. I know Bolts and me both do. We were over here, like, you know, slow dancing. It was really weird. Like, the beat was, like, super fast-paced, but Bolts had, like, a sundress on, and we were just, like, you know. And thongs. Yeah. We were just slow dancing. Backwards. (laughs) All right. It looks like I have chewing gum between my legs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That's so disgusting, bro. Oh. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so, um... Disappointing and exciting at the same time. During the state of play, um, the first thing that was revealed, or one of the first things was revealed, uh, being worked on by Sony Interactive Entertainment. This trailer starts off, it shows like a, like a Mayan ruins and stuff like that, and then we see some soldiers come up. I saw one soldier, and then I saw a second soldier, and then I saw a third soldier, and of course, like any Sony fan, I automatically think... This is fucking SOCOM. Like, SOCOM's back. Right. Either SOCOM or I kind of started thinking Siphon Filter, you know, Um, which I saw online somewhere the other day. Somebody tried to say that Siphon, that uh, Days Gone is a Siphon Filter, um, not prequel, but prelude or whatever. I was like, I don't think so. I don't either. Anyways, (sighs) but so... Shows these soldiers walking through this big forest area um, and shows three or four of them. And I, me, I'm not even looking at social media because I didn't want to be spoiled what they were showcasing. But I see um, I see the soldiers and I'm like, this is so calm. Fucking shit. I'm excited. I'm ready. And then I see the camera pans up a little bit and there's this weird shadowed figure. And I kind of trip out because it's fucking Predator. And... Like, right whenever I saw it, I was like, fuck yeah, it's a Predator game. So, Predator Hunting Grounds has been announced and will be releasing on PlayStation as an exclusive. It's being done by Ilphonics, um, which is a partnership company, um, I guess, owned by uh, PlayStation. But uh, this game will be a asymmetric multiplayer game. One team plays as an elite military squad taking, um, uh, taking on the Predator. So, what do you think about this, Bolts? Um, it's another four player, four players versus one. You know, um, maybe it's another. It'll be a, a, an updated, better version of what Evolve was supposed to be. <laughs> well, with it being the Predator, um, the, there was one game that I really enjoyed this style of multiplayer, and it was in Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater. Of course, it was. There was, there was. A team of six. There's, take. There's a snake, and everybody else was just chicken <laughs> eggs rolling around. There was the a ground. team of six, and one place, one one person either played as snake or ocelot, or they played as one of the main characters, and everybody had to chase them down and hunt them. Um, but if this game launches at a reasonable price and is run well, um, then I'll probably play it because I'm a big Predator fan. I actually watched Predator today on HBO. Oh, there you go. There you go. Bolt's like, I don't really care about Predator. I mean, it'll probably be okay. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Predator hunting grounds. Mm. <laughs> I really wanted it to be so calm, though. I know you did. That would have been really good. I was very upset. So, Bolts, uh, I'm going to hand the mic over to you on this one. Um, <laughs> you know. What we're talking about. The, the Protecting Children from Abusive Games Act yes. could ban pay-to-win microtransactions. So t- tell me, tell tell everybody what's up. Like what the, the So the bill is supposed to, is the bill that is proposed is supposed to ban the use of pay-to-win microtransactions. Basically, yes. That's exactly what it is. It's people that go in and have adults, basically, who have the money. To go buy whatever the fuck they want to make the game much better for their experience and so on and so forth. Unfortunately, a lot of these little young bucks have to stay at home with mommy and daddy, and they're not. Mommy and daddy are not going to nickel and dime and pay all kinds of shit to make their game their game character because mommy and dad's just like it's just a video game. So that's basically what this is, which is kind of stupid, which is dumb. If you, you know, I, microtransactions, I'm not a biggest biggest fan of. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but if people want to spend their money to make their character bigger, better, and better than everyone else, then what the fuck do you have to yeah. say about it? You know. Now it, did, it does say down here at the bottom. Um, <laughs> Senator Josh Howell um, said, "When game when a game is designed for kids, game developers shouldn't be able to uh, uh, shouldn't be allowed to monetize addiction." And when kids are playing games designed for adults, they shouldn't be walled off from compulsive microtransactions. Game developers who knowingly exploit children should face legal consequences. That's Bro, stupid. Shut fuck? up, dude. Like, That's up. dumb. Legal consequences? Listen to me, bro. Josh Hall, Hallwell, whatever the fuck your name is, just listen to me for a second, okay? Be real. Like, first off, He's a Republican. I'm sorry, but like it sounds like a Republican comment. He's like, they should be held by legal action. And second to that, did you see this new AR-15 we just released? It was $100 cheaper than... Anyway, here's 50 more rounds. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. So bang for your buck? That's neither here or there. I'm sure half, the, half of my family is pissed off at me for making that comment. But just saying, what a ridiculous statement. What a ridiculous unknowledgeable statement is that i mean for real yes microtransactions sometimes the systems that get put in place are no ifs ands or buts known before they are launched known that they're probably not going to get the bang for their buck whenever they buy this any company that tries to say that has has done microtransactions or loot boxes like this before in the past and say, oh, well, no, all of our loot boxes, no, if that was the case, you wouldn't have to do reworks for them like they've done in Star Wars Battlefront 2 and multiple other games. My thing is, <laughs> my thing is, even though these things are bad, to say, to say that, first off, it's an addiction, Anything can be an addiction if you have too much. Okay? Plain and simple. It's just like food, just like movies, just like video games. It all comes down to moderation. It comes down to parenting. I want kids to play video games. I want everybody to play video games. I want you to be able to do whatever you want to do. But in moderation. Just take it slow. You don't have to sit there and play your game four to six hours. There's a guy that I work with at work. His name is Matt. Or Matthew. He's a great guy, really nice guy. But he told me one time he sat there and played his game for like 18 hours. He's like, I'm really tired. I stayed up and I've played this game for almost 18 hours straight. I'm like, bro, why? Oh, I didn't really have anything to do. Turn it off after five hours, go and do something else. And then if you you want to play it for another two hours and do it. I'm going to tell you one thing that's changed the way that I play video games. Having kids. That completely changed the way I play video games. If I if I get a chance to sit down and play video games for two hours straight, I am lucky. I'm very lucky. But, you know, I don't ever look at it in this limelight. I've never looked at it and said, it's a fucking addiction. And they should be held to legal consequences for putting something like this in the game. No. Parents should look into this. Don't tell... I mean, come on, guys. Fuck. For real. Like, if you go out and you spend $60 on a video game for your kids, or even if it is a free video game, if you know your credit card information is on a mobile device or a console, use your brain. It's a, it's literally, there are, are there not bolts on Xbox and PS4? Are there not child protective shit on there? Yes. You can change it to where the kids can't go on there and buy shit off the store? Yep. I mean, fuck, come on, bro. Stop using this shit as a scapegoat to get your fucking hands into the damn games industry. That's it. Even though I do believe that microtransactions need to be looked at and, you know, just they need to be a little bit more of a more, a more fair system, we don't need to sit there and say this type of shit. I mean, that's, that's fucking malarkey, bro. That is like the perfect word for it. That is fucking malarkey. That's an old word. Go look it up if you don't know what the fuck it means. <laughs> so, um, we're going to... We were going to talk about one, but we're going to hold that off until the last. PlayStation 4 is finally getting EA Access this July, years after the system was in place. Um, so, it has been officially announced that EA Access is finally coming to PlayStation 4. And I don't understand why now. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? 
EA Access is finally coming uh, to PS4. It's been something that has been on Xbox for quite some time. Um, it is a service that is, what, $4.99 a month or $29.99 for the entire year. Yeah, something like that. Um, subscribers can also get 10% off of all DLC and expansions for their games. So what? On EA Access, you pay $4.99 a month. And what? Do you get to play the game early? Are you Like, you, you get a... Trial for the game before you pay it. Honestly, I do not know because I don't have EA access. I think from what it says on here, you get to you get to play the game early. There's like basically like a demo trial of the game for a couple of days, um, and if you want to buy the game, you could buy it. If you don't, you don't have to. Um, and I think that's cool, but it's like fuck. This is something that that e, that PS4 fans have wanted for some time with EA games. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, if I would have had EA access. When Star Wars Battlefront One came out, I probably wouldn't have bought the game. Right. I probably would have just played it and been like, "Nah, this ain't what I, what I thought it was going to be." So, um, but I don't know, Bolts. I mean, what's the point of this? Like, what's the point of releasing this right now? EA's losing money, so maybe they're, they're just trying to attract more customers. I mean, that's about all I can really think of. Um, it's like super fucking late. It is. It is. So I, the, the, man, I don't know, man. So this is crazy, <laughs> to me, bro. Honestly, I wanted to put this one in there just to kind of mention it, just in case if you haven't heard it out there anywhere else. But it it makes no sense to me at all. So maybe maybe it's a it's a it's a running gate for when the PS Five comes out. A test run. Oh yeah, sure. What yeah. the hey? PlayStation Network just fall like falling over to the next system. So okay. Before we move into our last topic of discussion, fucking shit, bro. Gearbox releases a statement concerning physical assault allegations against Randy Pitchford. Bolts? Hey, hey, I'm just saying, Pitchford knows how to throw them hands, y'all. <laughs> y'all bit the fuck up. <laughs> bro. All right, so um, David Eddings, a friend of mine, um, I've known him for a couple of years, great guy. He does. He he is stated saying a good chunk of stuff. Him and Randy have not been getting along well. Um, says following studio CEO Randy Pitchford uh, responding to claims in which Pitchford calling Eddings uh, disgruntled, the former Gearbox employee expanded upon the reason for his exit at the company. Not only did Gearbox fail to offer him fair compensation, Eddings also uh, alleges that Pitchford physically assaulted him in a hotel lobby during GDC 2017. The studio has also released an official statement. All Gearbox- i got to say about that real quick is if, um, if you don't meet the deadline, then you're going to get punched in the face. <laughs> God, Bolts. <laughs> Fuck. I'm trying to be professional. <laughs> All right. So what did I say? What did I tell you? <laughs> do not render what the... the fuck do you do mean it's render off the, by two weeks? Exactly. Do not render the characters that make them differently. Mm-hmm. You do what I say. Uh, Gearbox takes any claims, any and all claims of this nature very seriously. And we will be... What does it say? We will... We will abstain, abstain from commenting on yes. the allegations Dave is making because it is a personal matter. We appreciate David's contributions to the Borderlands franchise and have continued to assert assert we would welcome him back into the mix as the voice of Claptrap and other future opportunities. <sighs> so it's just a fucked up situation. It is. Bro. It is. It um, is. There was allegations before about supposedly his ex-lawyer that had supposedly stolen a, a shit ton of money from him and the company had said that he had um, uh, had underage pornography on a flash drive. Okay, so um, kitty porn. Okay, you don't well, don't, said, don't don't try to sugarcoat it. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm just okay. saying. I'm just saying. I'm not saying facts. I'm saying what was stated. Right. The lawyer said this. Randy Pitchford came out afterwards and said that it was pornography of someone that was 18 years old that was in the legal limit or something like that. The pornography got left at the at a bar um, that I guess I think is owned by Pitchford, okay. the Nevada one in yeah. Dallas. Yeah. But I don't know the whole situation. I understand. You know, no, we, we we both don't. And and if it did happen to be someone under the age of 18, um, which I I'm sorry to say, if you got to come out and say, yeah, they're above 18. And you know what? F- young females these day and age <coughs> can be 15, 16, and they look 18. So, you know, if, I, I hope they were above 18 
If they weren't, you're a slimy son of a bitch. Um, and that's all I got to say about yeah. that. So you, 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 you've gotten these, these allegations of kitty porn, allegations of physical violence. Hey, Pitchford, your, your life is not, not going well, sir. You might want to step back, take some choices, and, 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 and look at what you can change because things are unraveling quick for you. And, and, and you're fixing to have Borderlands 3 come out in September, which, is gonna be, which should be a huge success for y'all. It's only going to downgrade your sales with the allegations that are continually yeah. fall out out of nowhere. Yeah, um, you know, so get you, your shit together, bro. Uh, you and me both have met Randy before. Um, I've talked to Randy a good chunk of times, uh, and the times that we met him, I mean, he was a nice guy. But this is this is a this is a constant situation you're, that is that is constantly exactly. brought up between not only David Eddings but other people that I know in the industry. There's two or three other people that I will not name that are. Uh, there's one person that's another former employee. And there's two other people that are known associates with Mr. Eddings. And those two people are people that I have known for a long time and I trust. Um, and it's a fucked up situation. It is. Yeah, and, it's, and, and, and the, 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 the thing you got to realize is that, bro, you're, 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 at the, you're, in, you're at the peak of the gaming industry, the CEO of a huge gaming company. And regardless of anything and everything that you do will always be in the limelight. You will have a spotlight on you always and forever. And you just can't do shit like this or even have remotely put yourself in a position where shit like this can even be brought up because you're only doing nothing but hurting yourself. You're hurting your company. You're hurting your employees. You're hurting the cells. And it's just going to go down from there. Yeah. So get your shit together, Mr. Randy, Mr. Randy Pitchford, and, and and think about just not yourself, but you have you have hundreds of employees you have to worry about. You have a company you have to worry about. It's not all about just what these allegations do to you. It's what they do to them. <coughs> yeah, I, I agree, man. And I hope, I mean, I remember originally when this shit first happened, when all these allegations and stuff came out from his former lawyer that he's, I guess he's still battling in court right now. Um, when they first came out, I remember you and me talked about it and I was like, damn, I hope we never have to talk about that again. And it seems like we're, we're still talking about it and until it's going to be over and done with That's it, man. So, and I, I do agree. I mean, as much as, as much as a big name as he is in the industry, I feel that it may be best that Randy takes a step back and gets his affairs in, in line and lets the studio do what they have to do. I mean, you know, it's just like what Bolt said. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to constantly talk about it. It is what it is, and things just need to get fixed. So... Blah. Anyways, so uh, that left a bad taste in my mouth. It yep. wasn't the stone. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that Mr. Eddings, uh, David is a David Eddings is a great fucking guy. He's real. He anytime I've ever talked to him, he's always been a hundred percent real with me. Um, and I just I don't know, man. I just I think that it's hard for me to not think that what he is saying is true. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he's not the type of person, or at least the, the man that I have come to know over these last you know years, he's not the type of person that would just lie about this type of shit. So, anyways, um, guys, we're going to take a quick music minute. When we come back, we're going to talk about our top five worst games relisted. This is something that we have done before, but it was kind of like a last-minute like thrown-together list. And I don't think we really got a chance to kind of uh, really dive into some of the games that we just fucking hated. So <laughs> we'll be back right after this. <laughs> We'll be right back. 
All right, guys. So we're here with our list. I think my list is a little bit bigger than Bolt's, but we're going to, since his list may be a little bit smaller than mine, which I'm pretty sure it is because he's really picky on the video games he plays, um, we're going to let him go first. So Bolt's. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put down two, um, and, and this the, this first one I was really 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 super excited about it, only for the fact that it was something, it was it was a little different. It was a different perspective. It was a different world that we've that you've never really traversed, um, and until they made an update to the game to a to the full game, um, it was it was it was just it was bad. It was it was it was. It was just clunky, and that was Agony. Um, now, I was really super excited about Agony just for the fact that you were going to be in the bowels of hell, and you were going to have to face the bowels of the demons, and, 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 and so on and so forth. You basically was just this 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 human meat flesh just walking around, yeah. dealing with demons and, and, and you know the Demon King and the, and the Blood Queen and stuff like that. It was something I was really excited about, not for the fact that because I'm, a, you know, a satanic worshiper or anything like that, but it was, <laughs> it was, it was just bad. You got to say exactly, that shit. exactly. It was just it was because it was something different. Yeah, you know, you you really never played a game where you actually went to hell. Besides, you know, maybe Dante's Inferno, but that's that's a different. But kind that of was hell. a good kind of like yeah. yeah. This was like hey, you were you're in hell. Time to survive. You know yeah. So I was really really excited about that. It was it was a really really letdown. Um, they made a patch, a big patch, an updated <coughs> version of the games that fixed a lot of the the, the few uh, the few aspects. So it wasn't it wasn't too bad after that. Now, number one, the game to ruin all games it took almost ten years to develop. Oh no! It was originally planned to release for the PlayStation in '99. Uh-huh. Later went to the Nintendo GameCube in 2000 before eventually selling the rights to Microsoft in 05. <laughs> it was being re- it got released in 08. Mm-hmm. And that is the North myth- mythology shitstorm that is too human. <laughs> I knew it was going to be too human, bro. Look, there are games in your life that sit with you because they are the games that change your, change your world. Yeah. Mass Effect is mine. Too human is also mine, <laughs> because never have I ever, never have I ever, been so disappointed. Disappointed because I was so <coughs> ready for this fucking game. Yeah, I talked it up as much as I could. You did, bro. You sold so many people on that game. I did. I did. I did. We had. Um, it was developed by Silicon Knights. Hell, it even used the Unreal Engine 3. It had great components. It had the bones, but the guts were not there. Yeah. It, was, it was just, it was bad. It was originally, it was supposed to be a three-part game, a trilogy, a science fiction, futuristic, retelling of North mythology, yeah. you know, with, with cybernetically enhanced humans, you know, you're, you're protecting mankind of the onslaught of Loki's armies of machines. It was, it had so much goodness. Mm-hmm. And it was just bad. Yeah. The you know the, the biggest thing I hated was you the right analog stick is what you use to attack. <laughs> what the whole fucking time? Mm-hmm. You had to use the right analog stick to swing and attack. You mm-hmm. couldn't change your buttons or nothing. No, that was it. Oh my god, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and and it, it was just it was awkward. It was clunky. It was terrible. Yeah. It was just the the the, the visuals were were halfway decent to okay. Um. You know, it, it, look, it was, the analog stick is used for the melee combat instead of traditional camera camera control with certain attacks and combos being executed by pushing the stick in the direction of the target with follow-up stick movement applying further attacks with projectile, projectile attacks only using an auto-lock system. That was the attack system, bro. Wow. It was garbage. <laughs> G-A-B, G-A-R, B-I-T-C-H. <laughs> okay? That's what it was. <laughs> It was, you know, it's horrible. And, and I played through it. I played through it. And I got to this one, this one thing where I had to have this axe to unlock this room. Yeah. And I accidentally threw my axe, and the axe went off screen. Oh no! And I couldn't fucking get to it. I was done. 
that was the end, that was the end of my uh, of my two human experience. Oh yeah, that's whenever you brought it back up to the yeah, store. Yeah, it was just it was done. Uh, it was everything that this game should have been. It wasn't every everything that this game was. It shouldn't have been. <laughs> it was just it was so so bad. And if anybody knows anything about Silicon Knights Two Human, if anybody has read anything on it, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've ever played it, I'm sorry. If you plan on playing it, please don't. For the love of your soul, everything. Just about don't it. fucking just play don't. it. And that's, I mean, that's it, man. It's just Two Human was by far the worst experience of my gaming life <laughs> of all time. Of all time, it, there's nothing. There's nothing about it. It was just. It was bad. My it boy. was fucking bad. My poor boy, Bolts. You were so fucking excited for that oh, game. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. My anymore. God, you were so excited for it. Golly. All right, guys. So I have more than Bolts. Um, my number five, Sonic the fucking Hedgehog on PS3, Xbox 360. It came out in 2006. It's one of the worst games I've ever played in my entire life. One of the most overly hyped games I've ever played in my whole life. And the fact that, I mean, the game goes down in infamy just for the fact that there was a scene with the, one of the main characters in Sonic, which is Sonic kissing Princess Elsa. It was just fucking weird. Like, it was so weird, bro. The, the, the overall gameplay was horrible. I mean, you look at the game visually and like for it being like a launch title and shit or whatever else. You're like, oh, man, okay, this is like, look how crazy real these graphics look. And then you play the game, and you're like, this is just awful. I mean, it was garbage. So please don't ever play this game. Don't ever get the idea to play this game. If you're stupid enough to play it, there's been a shit ton of people that have tried. And some people try to say, if you really look down, it's like the deep darkness of the game. It's a great experience. No, bro, it's not. Um, so my number four, Bubsy on the Super Nintendo. Um, there's been a multiple amount of Bubsy games. There's Bubsy 1, Bubsy 2. I think Bubsy 3D is also one of the worst fucking games of all time. And then for some reason, they thought it would be a good idea to relaunch Bubsy once again when we've never fucking asked for it. And there's a second relaunch coming out of this game so it's like what the fuck why do you keep making these games they're horrible it's a cat that walks around and like the only cool thing I ever thought about that game whenever I was young is that if Bubsy sat there and waited for too long he would walk up to the screen and knock on the screen and be like hello are we playing so and all you did was chase fucking balls of yarn and my mom played it so much it drove me crazy every time I'd come home if my mom was playing Super Nintendo, she'd be playing Bubsy. And I wanted to play Boogerman. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. It was so, so bad. So um, that was my number four. Uh, of course, my number three. <coughs> my number three has got to be another game that was on Super Nintendo that for some reason I decided to buy at a local JJ video when they had it for sale right after the launch and that was a game called rise of the robots it was a game that even on this list it says covers and describes the game as an as a magazine showcase that is a sort of action rts hybrid with revolutionary graphics and all it was was a fucking polished fighting game that's it that's literally all it was you you were you could choose through different fucking robots and fight them. It was horrible, bro. I mean, honestly, dude, it was such a bad game. It was such a it was such a pathetic wannabe fighter. It was just god awful, dude. I would rather play fucking trolls on the Super Nintendo than play that game. And I hate trolls on the Super Nintendo because anytime we went to JJ videos. Um, my sister would would rent it out. So, um, number three has to be Haze. Came out on the PS3 in 2018. Pumped up as one of this is this huge game. It was supposed to be like revolutionary. It was supposed to have uh, it was 
I think they were trying to rival it with games like Halo and, and all this other shit. Yeah. And it was just bad, bro. It was so bad. And f- this fucking douchebag over here knew I was super excited about it and told me from day one, it's not going to be a good game, bro. I remember when it launched, I was buying it at GameStop. And he was like, you're really fucking buying that game? I'm like, yeah. He's like, good luck. <laughs> and it was just bad, man. It was such a horrible fucking game. Everything about it, you know, you basically, you had this drug that you're able to take. makes you super fucking human. And it, it, every, I don't know how to explain it. It was totally misleading. It was, it was told to be this huge fucking graphically advanced story-driven game. And it just wasn't. It was shit. It was almost like the other fucking game that came that was Lair. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> Which is my number fucking two. My number two. There's one game that I left off the list because I just, everyone already knows it was driven into the fucking ground, but I'll talk about that in a minute. But Lair, so bad, bro. It was the only way you can control your dragon was through the six axis controller. Um, and I was just so disappointed in this fucking game. And then for some reason, years later, nothing has happened. I think, what, Factor 5 made that game? Mm-hmm. Factor 5 came out with an update for that game. They were like, you could use your joysticks now to control the dragons. I'm like, thanks. Years later, one of the biggest fucking problems with the game was the fact that you had to use the six-axis controller. And the six-axis controller was a good, good concept, but when it launched, the controller was just too light. I mean, it was so fucking light. I don't know if any of you guys that are listening right now, guys, girls, whoever, if you're listening to this, you never played with a six-axis controller, just go find one somewhere and pick it up and compare it to something like a DualShock or even an Xbox 360 controller that has some heft to it. This fucking thing felt like it had nothing on the inside of it, and they thought, well, that's a good thing. All that, all those components and shit are out of it, so it feels like you know it's way lighter. No, it took all that. It, 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 it hurt the PlayStation so bad. So my number one is Duke Nukem Forever. Man, this game. God. We went to the fucking launch party for this game. Launch bro. party was better than the, the launch game. party was amazing. My God. Came out by Gearbox. Um, we went to the launch party back in 2011. Um, and the launch party was fucking amazing. That's obviously where they spent all their money. <laughs> because yeah. what there was... There was Crystal Dynamics, or Crystal Dynamics, oh my god. Crystal Method. Yeah, Crystal Method, Fuck. DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, um, there, there was a, there was a, um, a local group there, like, yeah. like the Angel, Hell's Angels or something like oh that. Oh my god, yes, and they were badass. They were awesome. Uh, yeah, the Coyote Ugly Girls that were there yeah. performing, stuff like yeah. that. So, yeah. It was amazing. And then, of course, Bolt got to you know write one of his bucket lists off. Uh, I ran over there to Bolts. I was like, bro. And he was like, he had like sweat and shit on his shirt. He'd been out there on the dance floor dancing. I'm like, bro, you were not going to guess who I just ran into. And he's like, who? I'm like, fucking Cliffy B is here. And he's like, what? I was like, Cliffy B is here. So he runs over there. He's like, hey, man, just going to tell you right now, I spent like $1,300 or $1,400 on your shit. Better be good. (laughs) That's exactly what I said. Bro. Uh, But. It was a great event, but the game was just garbage. It was so bad. And I had three different Gearbox developers at the time just telling me, like, listen, man, we just released this for the fans. Like, the game is what it is. Like, is basically what they were telling me. So, no harm, no foul. They knew what they were releasing. So, the one game that I did not put on the list was another Gearbox title. And we all know what it is. It's Aliens Colonial Marines. It was we don't just, need to talk about that shit, bro. It was horrible. So we're not going to talk about that. But, guys, we appreciate you listening thank to this you, episode. Thank you for listening to us. Yes. Um, please give us a sub over on the YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash Second Opinion Podcast. I've been uploading more videos. My boy Bolts is hating on me because I've been playing Doom and Skyrim again. But I'll be oh, playing. I fucking hate you so much when you do that shit. <laughs> I'll be hey, playing we're getting more ready stuff. for the road to E3. Let's play this one again. Uh, well, I'm gonna play probably t- tomorrow or the maybe Monday. I'm gonna upload a video of uh, Mortal Kombat, some Days Gone stuff as well, and I'm thinking about doing a little video series of Bloodborne. 
I'm going to try to see how far I can get in the Bloodborne to celebrate from software. And, and I think Bandai Namco helped publish that. Yeah. So uh, we're going to be checking out some... We're going to be checking out some awesome games from Bandai Namco while we're at the event of a lifetime, which is E3 2019. I am so excited to go with you this year, bro. Bro, who are you telling me? It's going to be amazing. We're going to be able to check out games like the new Dragon Ball Z project, uh, also Dying Light 2. We're scheduled to see uh, an unannounced Warner Brothers title. Um, We got a lot of stuff scheduled and a lot of stuff we're very excited about. So Bring um, it on, bitch. Bring it on! Make sure to check back soon. Episode 263 is coming next week. Um, and check back at Cinelinks.com for hopefully my review of Rage 2 very soon and uh, some other shit. Peace out. Peace. <laughs>